Guys, my friends at Simply Earth are simply amazing. I'm telling you what, um, they're not just helping make the air in the West Home toxin-free with their 100% pure essential oils. They're also doing their part to help end human trafficking. And when I buy my essential oils from Simply Earth, I get to take part in that mission. And that is a mission that I want to do my part and do something. I'm sure you want to do something as well about that. Listen, if you're like me, essential oils are kind of confusing. I actually sometimes I'll, I'll would joke about it from the stage like, oh, did those really work or whatever? I'm telling you, they really work. And Simply Earth has helped the West family understand how to use them. Here's how Simply Earth works. You get a essential oil recipe box that's going to help you gain confidence and clarity in using essential oils. And it helps make your home toxin-free. You receive the recipe box with four pure essential oils, six recipe cards, and extras. Learn how to use your essential oils while making the recipes created by certified aromatherapists. You save money and detoxify your life, and you buy from a company that changes the world, with 13% of all their profits going to end human trafficking. It's like a meal subscription kit, but it's more fun and less edible. I get to make fun products that will detoxify the home while also learning safe ways to use essential oils. The best part, these oils don't break the budget, and I get to buy from a company that changes the world. Listen, detoxify your home and be a part of changing others' lives. Simply Earth's essential oils are affordable, but guess what? They're also 100% pure. These are GC and MS tested by a third party to ensure purity. This is the real deal. I know these people personally. And uh, they're my friends, and I love what their mission is, and I love how they're helping people both here and abroad. These essential oils alone would cost over $100 from other companies, but with Simply Earth Essential Oil Recipe Box, you get four pure oils, six recipes, and extra ingredients for only $39. And when you subscribe, you get a free big bonus box with even more natural goodies. Right now, you're going to get a free 80-milliliter essential oil diffuser when you subscribe using our URL, simplyearth.com west. Again, that's simplyearth.com west. Check them out. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Matthew West Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew West, and as always, I really hope you like it. Coming to you from the Story House, like always, and a video version of the podcast available on YouTube at Matthew West Official. I think that's my account name, but you already know it if you're watching right now. So uh, it's been really cool to be able to bring you into the Story House, not just with an audio podcast, but a video version of it as well. I hope you're having a great day. If you're having a terrible day, Hopefully this podcast can be a moment of levity and uh, lift you up and uh, remind you of the hope that we have in Jesus most of all. So uh, I'm excited for today's guest. I know this conversation is going to inspire you, and uh, I'm glad that you're tuning in. And um, I want to say thanks to all of you who are listening every week and subscribing and those who've left a review or a comment. I forgot that you can actually leave like reviews at Apple. And so I went the other day and I was reading some of the things that you guys have said about the podcast and I was blown away. Like most of it was really positive. So thank you guys so much. Uh, Before we get into today's show, I want to make sure that you know that My Story, Your Glory Tour Uh, with myself and special guest Micah Tyler has been announced. Tickets are on sale for all 20 markets now at MatthewWest.com. Get your tickets today. Don't delay. Get your tickets today. That's that rhymes. Um, MatthewWest.com. It's going to be an awesome tour and I hope you'll come hang with me. And then also our Come Home for Christmas, uh, second annual Come Home for Christmas evening weekend, actually, in Nashville and Franklin, Tennessee, is taking place December 1st through the 3rd this year. If you want to ring in the Christmas season with the West family, come and join us. We had an incredible time last year. We had uh, couples taking a special getaway to Franklin, Tennessee. We had families coming to bring in their kids. We had uh, individuals coming and making new friends. It was epic, and it's going to be even more epic this year, and I want you to come and join me. Information about the tour and any of the events that I'm doing are available at MatthewWest.com. 
you can go there, click on the tour button and you'll find it. So lots of good stuff going on. Thank you guys for being so supportive and uh, for making this podcast part of your day today. So let's go right now to today's guest. This is somebody who has impacted my life in a big way. I'm honored to be able to call him a friend. We've written songs together. One of those songs is on the radio right now. Uh, a powerful song that ministers to me every time I hear it. And that is a song called Heaven Changes Everything. Today, you're going to hear why we wrote that song and what my friend has been through, what the Lord has shown him through it, the peace that he's found even in the midst of grief. This guy is the real deal. Let's go to the story house with my buddy from Big Daddy Weave. It's Mike Weaver. So you live in a forest? We live in the for deep in the forest of Mount <laughs> Juliet, Tennessee. It's like the opening from Smurfs, dude. When we were like kids or whatever, that's it. That's I live right now. There were several Smurfs that ran through. Do the you forest. live in a tree? No, 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 no. I can't climb that high, dude. You know what I mean? I live at the bottom of a tree. But it's you're like, from Alabama. So Big Daddy Weave hails from. We got together at the University of Mobile in uh, in See, Alabama. I was little, right then. Little Baptist school there. My brother Jay and I grew up. Uh, in Pensacola, Florida, or thereabouts, little Gulf Breeze, Florida, and so uh, that was school going to going to Mobile. But you lived, uh, you didn't live in Tennessee for the whole time that your band's been a band. Yeah, yeah. How what part of that time has Tennessee been home for you? The whole time. So I I moved um, in 2004 after a hurricane in uh, on the Gulf Coast, and because I had said I would never go to Nashville. And wherever you tell God that you're never going to go is actually like volunteering to go where you uh, said you would never go, you know? And so we've been in Nashville ever since. And why were you against it. Nashville? Yeah, man, Just you the know, industry part of it? That's the part of it. It's the part that causes you to war kind of in your motives, you know? Oh. And we always wanted it to be this pure thing, you know? Yeah. But I mean, there's this necessary evil that is figuring out the business of it too. And so, but I, I was so, you know. You were against it. I was very passionately against it, yeah. And did, did you find like when you moved to Tennessee, like was it? Was it kind of this big bad monster that wasn't real? Or not, did you, not like at has, all. It has it been that? Did it cause that struggle, like that you were worried about? You know, I think sometimes when you're when you're working on stuff, it does because of the close proximity of the yeah, label people. Yeah, it's kind of always on your mind or whatever. But man, within the Christian music industry, man, I have met some of the most incredible people that I've ever met, including <laughs> I ended up marrying the marketing director That's from our label. So, so I was like, I married the music industry or whatever. <laughs> you married so, yeah, the music yeah, industry. Yeah, so it doesn't matter yeah. where you live. It's just God proving his point. You know, he's like, you have no idea what's going on, Weave. You know, just, yeah. That's <laughs> How it. many years you been married? So 18 years now. Oh, yeah. I got you beat by two years. Is that yeah, right, Well, man? we just celebrated our 20th anniversary. Is that right? 18 That's so years, cool. big deal. 20 years, a big deal. It is, man. I'm telling you, I'm married way out of my league, bro. Oh, you your know? wife's amazing. She is. She and how is, many man. kiddos? Man, three kids, man. And I met, did I meet your oldest daughter? So my youngest, my youngest is my daughter, and I have two boys and a little girl, yeah. Okay. Dude, and she—that was a big moment, dude. That was a really big moment. So, it, a, a Caleb thing in in this year, actually, at the Fan Awards. At the Fan Awards, and dude, my little girl Naomi comes up to me and goes, "Daddy, I just took a picture with Matthew West." <laughs> and she goes, and I was like, "Is that right?" I said, "How was that?" And she goes, "Well, he's probably the biggest one I've ever taken oh, a picture with." You know, he's like, he's, "He's a big deal." So you're one of the big ones, dude. I'm, I, I'm I don't, blushing. I don't really know what that means no, exactly, but it means you're, your you're, daughter needs to get out more often. <laughs> <laughs> she needs to dream bigger. And, you but you know. just keep being one of the big ones, dude. That's they, what I want okay, to do your kids like your music? You know, I don't. I can't tell if they're just being nice, you know? Yeah. I think, well, right now, so this is the craziest. My oldest, Eli, so uh, he just started driving, which is crazy. Just drove off in his little car and it's unbelievable but he's riding around got a license with, and everything with our independent yeah legally he's legally. driving he's driving around he's, <laughs> he's driving around riding he's riding around with our independent like cd in from big daddy weave and well, he goes why don't you year get, would that be so that would be like the year 1999 or Holy 2000 or something cow. like that yeah and he was like, and he's like, Daddy, why don't you guys play music like this anymore? You know, it's like, you think it sounds yeah, different. Yeah, it does. It does. Okay, how does it sound different though? I, other than like, I mean, the typical independent record, like quality wise, is not going to yeah. be. But like, yeah. stylistically, yeah, I have think, you changed that much? Yeah, yeah, I think 
when we were in college, like Dave Matthews was like the thing, you know? Dude. And so you can, you can hear all of that on there. And he likes some of the musical moments on there. And know? musical so. moments they are. Because, uh -huh. okay, so I remember I went to the Ryman Auditorium and Big Daddy Weave was playing. It was a showcase. It was a, I think it would have been a Word Records showcase yeah, during back, yeah. Gospel Music Association. Okay, Week. yep. I don't know if you remember this. Yeah, this is back. Yeah, it was before we actually were part of Word. So little independent label Fervent. called Fervent. That's exactly right. Yeah. You were on Fervent Records. It was Essential Records, like 10-year anniversary or yes. something like that. And we got kind of invited to be part of that showcase or something. And so I remember cool. like, I mean, the headlines or like who who they thought was going to be like kind of the headliner of the that event. And then... But it was like, well, who's Big Daddy Weave? Oh, yeah. Our, one of our first things we ever got you to be a part of. You yeah. got up there. I remember you played um, Changing Neighborhoods. Oh, uh, dude, yeah. I'm I can't believe you remember that, bro. Oh, That's amazing. I remember it because it was such a memorable performance. Because I remember going, that guy's voice oh, is incredible. Man. His guitar playing oh, bro, is incredible. Man, and then the way the band interacted, it had... It had Dave Matthews band uh energy. We were so scared there, bro. I, we we fit that like day, three, you scared? three songs into like 10 minutes or something. We were playing oh. like double time. Do man. you remember what awesome. the other songs you played were? Dude, I think we played was, was your we played a single? song called In Christ and we and In another Christ. song. Yeah, yes. yes. Bro, I can't believe you remember all that, dude. Well, I only sang two notes of it, but yeah, I, that's awesome. In Christ. But you're like convincing, dude. You're convincing. Yeah, no, that's but I remember. One. Okay, and then what did, was there a third one? Did you throw a ballad in on Audience that? of one, dude. Audience of one. Oh my gosh bro and i dude, were those two were those your first two radio hits those first two yep dude and so then that makes me think i love you more than the sun <laughs> that was my, the bro, that so was, when did that happen in relation to those teens then i don't think i had a record deal until uh it was like 2004 and that showcase was before that oh so i God, was yeah. like uh i was a songwriter for word I wasn't yet, I didn't yet have a record deal. Yeah. And I was watching your guys' performance. And I was, I was struck, and this is such a cool thing to be able to say this to you in person. I was struck then, as much as I am struck now by the authenticity. Oh man. By by the talent and the authenticity. That was evident that day at the Ryman Auditorium. Man. And it's it was as evident then as it is now about Thanks, your Thanks, why, bro. about your ministry, Come but on. then also about your talent. That's the thing about you is your your musical ability, I think, is understated. Like uh, underrated even. Well, I don't know. And that. as a vocalist, dude, I'm telling you, just bro, receive that that's so, receive that's that so compliment. Sweet, Ladies and gentlemen, that's why we come here. That's to hang out with you, Matthew I'm just West and saying, get, in, dude, get encouraged to get lifted when up. When I and hear we head you out. sing, it's just, and I feel like, I mean, you got to tell your kid, you haven't left that Dave Matthews jam band energy behind entirely, have you? No, I mean, for, but mostly though, you know, because you just, <laughs> you kind of go like, well, what's it need to sound like right now? And then you kind of like go for that thing or whatever. So you in know? your live show, you're not breaking into like, eight minute solo sections well, you know stuff? what we did man it was just just recently we started revisiting some of those times from which is like bringing out a bunch of new songs because nobody remembers what those wow. songs are and playing you know? them live yeah yeah and it's been fun so over the summer that's what it's been has been kind of getting joe to bring the saxophone back out and all that kind of stuff people are like what's that golden instrument you know oh, it's like, i it's love like, it though it's beautiful so that's been kind of new energy for the band even? it's been fun dude yeah. it's been fun the West family has discovered Haya Health. That's right, H-I-Y-A, and it's a game changer, you guys. You gotta check this out. Uh, typical children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise. Did you know that? We've got, I mean, we're talking two teaspoons of sugar, unhealthy chemicals, and other gummy junk that growing kids really shouldn't eat. And that's why Haya was created. You know Mrs. West is making sure that uh, our whole family is being as healthy as possible. This pediatrician-approved super-powered chewable vitamin, Haya, most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar, contribute to a variety of health issues, so they're actually not helping, they're hurting. But Haya was made with zero sugar, zero gummy junk, and it tastes great. It's even perfect for picky eaters. It was formulated with the help of nutritional experts, pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, then supercharged with 15 essential oil, uh, vitamins, and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, C, zinc, folate, many others that are going to help support immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration, teeth, bones, and more. It's non-GMO, vegan, dairy-free, 
allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, and everything else you can imagine. Designed for kids of all ages, sent straight to your door so parents have one less thing to worry about. The West family loves it. You're going to love it too. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order to claim this deal. You must go to HayaHealth.com slash West. Again, HayaHealth.com slash West. H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash West and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. HayaHealth.com slash West. Guys, I get to tell you about the NIV Bible for Men. It's new from the Zondervan Bible Publishers. It's designed to help you connect with your identity in Christ. You guys know I write a lot of songs about the topic of identity because it is so important to make sure that our identities are firmly rooted in who God says we are. And the NIV Bible for Men is going to help you do just that. They've got some really unique features like myth articles that expose commonly accepted myths of our culture and refute them with God's word. Profiles of men and women of the Bible, so you go deeper into the character study. Notes that offer clarity into the attributes of God, so knowing who you are, where does that begin? It begins outside of yourself by knowing who God is. Questions for growth that you can answer alone, with a friend, or in a small group. Bibles offer the knowledge, strength, and clarity to navigate life's challenge with Scripture as your guide. It's available in hardcover or leather soft style, so it could be a great gift for uh, the men or man in your life. Find out more and order your copy at amazon.com slash rooted and flourish. That's amazon.com slash rooted and flourish. It's no secret. I mean, some I'm sure listening to the podcast, you know, I feel like when it comes to Christian music, like there's the, there's the listeners who uh, casually listen and maybe don't always connect the the artist's name with the song or, or and let alone get to know their story on a deeper level. Mm. But one of the things I was excited to do today was to, you know, hear you share the story of specifically, you know, what you guys have been through these last few years. Oh, yeah. But yeah. But it's also, you know, I think a lot of people might already know just what you've been through. And I remember getting the chance to sit down with you and write um for the first, we 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 I think we tried to write years ago one time, and and then here we were. Was this twenty twenty two? Just the very just a year very ago, early on in twenty twenty two, we had been through s- such a rough time. Yeah, and getting to sit with you and hearing you, you just poured your heart out and you shared your story of what you'd been through, and I didn't realize how close you had maybe come to saying, "Hey, maybe we're." Maybe we're done as yeah. Big Daddy Weave, and I think anybody would have even understood, right? Yeah, based yeah. on what you can we can we talk a little bit about that? Ab- about- absolutely, man. So I mean, and I don't know how far you want to go back, but we had just just in the last I don't know in this this year. So twenty twenty three is actually in October will be twenty five years for Big Daddy Weave, right? And so years. when we when we go back a ways, I mean, we had this whole other lifetime, which is what you're describing kind of early on. But then, man, there was this shift and the Lord just began to do stuff uh, in the shows that were, it was blowing our minds. Like God would show up in just incredible ways for about seven years. We just saw a move of God, man. And it was, it was unbelievable. We were just seeing miraculous healings. We're seeing cancer run off. We're seeing people just, just emotional baggage just drop, man, addictions break. I mean, it was, it was a nightly thing. We just felt like when we asked the Lord, it's like, we almost couldn't hear no, you know, it was incredible. And my brother, Jay, who is the bass player for Big Daddy Weave? Since day one, he's kind of behind, he was behind the scenes, uh, like the hub in the middle of the wheel, mm. you know. And so like you're uh, the front man. Yeah, I'm kind of the mouth of it or whatever. And but together, and we're partnering in this thing. And he's sort of like, he's getting buses places. He's like, he's figuring out so many things, man. He just had a knack for it, yeah. you know. And then also in this ministry kind of charge. Uh, going out and praying for people at the end of shows every night, man, he was leading the charge in that, man. He was just seeing and hearing things from the Lord that were so powerful and so, so and that life was something taking yeah. place. That that's something that continues to take place in your concerts, right? That's unique to a lot of concerts where you're literally in the middle or at the end of the night, like you're, you're you're just opening it up for a time of prayer, right? Is yeah. That, like, tell yeah. me a little bit about that, real quick. At first, it started out just kind of like we were we were bottoming out, 
where we were at, we were burning out. Just spiritually? Or yeah, just, just kind of the whole, the whole thing. We've been at it for so long and we were just kind of like, man, so this is probably 2011, you know? And we finally just said, hey, guys, we know that there are people out there hurting. We know because we're some of them, you know? We don't, we don't know if we can even keep doing this or not. But if you need somebody to stand with you, if you need somebody to pray, then we're down here. And man, God just started to move, you know? And it was it was unbelievable. It was it was a seven years like I never could have imagined, which is kind of like a Bible number, right? I was it's like, say, you know, it's yeah, like, like, yeah, it's like working for you know Uncle Laban or whatever for seven <laughs> years or whatever, you know. But it was it was incredible, and and it revitalized everything that that we were about, really, you know. And Jay, my brother Jay, was leading the charge in that man. And every artist that I've talked to that has toured with you, and even like during that seven years too, like, yeah they came off of those tours opening for you like forever changed and even how they approached their ministry which Man, is a really cool it was just amazing it, it's just like it was just affecting all of us you know just seeing god do things that we only ever read about really you know um and then though you know it's like this it's a war this is a war that we're in you know and the enemy will get in however he can and he attacked my brother's health especially man yeah. and um Gosh, I would see Jay continue to go and pray for people as his health was decreasing. It was like this diabetic thing plus something that doctors could never figure out. And it was this awful, like, kind of circular, kind of chasing your own tail sort of thing, you know. Um, and we just watched it dwindle. Um, at one point, to make a long story short, to save his life, doctors literally had to amputate both of his feet. I and I, I remember that moment. I'm like, my gosh, dude, can you come back from something like this? And we watched him do it. It was it was an amazing thing. As soon as he could get, you know, prosthetics and he was back playing bass. in a wheelchair. He was back doing it again. It. He's yeah. rolling out there, you know, and and praying for people, man, with issues that honestly, like breakthroughs that he needed in his own body, he would see happen in complete strangers. It was unbelievable. Even while he's fighting, a absolutely. Yeah. But he did it, man. I mean, to the very end, it was it was unbelievable, man. It was something, it was something that we never asked for, and and it, but it was a way of seeing that uh, seeing God move uh, is a whole other kind of miracle, you know. Yeah. It, was, it was amazing, man. And so his health continued, even in an effort to save him. Like mm -hmm. his health continued. He's he continued to just have one battle after the other he did he did and i mean he was just a he was a light man till the very end uh but the beginning of 2022 uh you know just kind of on the tail end of the whole covid thing and yeah. all of that business uh he went in the hospital over new years so 21 into 22 and we got this horrible phone call um i got a a call from my sister-in-law we're all like, we had kind of not been able to talk with him in the hospital. And so we just thought everything's okay. We're checking in with nurses. We're checking in with, you know, and then we get this terrible phone call. Well, you need to, you need to come down here right now. And I heard my brother over the telephone. I told my, my sister-in-law who was, who was really, man, as you can imagine, was really struggling at that moment. I said, man, just leave me on the phone. Just let me, let me be with you. You know, cause that very moment I, like my family got COVID at the same time as well. And we were in, in Tennessee. And so we were stuck in our home. We couldn't go couldn't check go. on him. We couldn't go. And, and so I get this terrible phone call from Emily, my sister-in-law. And she's like, man, uh, they said, I need to come say goodbye. Be ready to say goodbye. You know, I'm like, what, how did this go from, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, I'm hearing them suit her up and all of these you know, and they take her in to the room with him and, you know, there's crying and there's everything else. Uh, and I hear him breathing on this machine. Um, and his wishes were to not be on this machine, you know, and as they, uh, as they turn the machine off, I'm, I'm basically shouting over the phone, man, J-Doc, if you see Jesus anywhere, I mean, don't worry, man, God's got us. You go, you go with him. And I heard him take his last breath over, over the phone. Over the phone, dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, that yes. hurt. That hurt in a way that I did. I can't even. I can't even really tell you. Your best friend. Mm, my little brother. 
ministry partner for more than 20 years. Uh, And we just thought we had more time with him, you know. Um, He had just overcome so many things, you know, and we had seen so many miracles. And and it just kind of left us at this place like, I don't even know how to feel right now. I don't, I just, I'm just broke. I'm just broken, you know. And uh, yeah, yeah, that was pretty awful. And so I'm like, dude, can you even, can you even go on in ministry after this? Can you even, I don't, I don't know. Like I didn't doubt God. I'd seen too much, man. I'd seen God do too many things, but I didn't understand, you know, and it just hurts when you don't understand and you didn't see the thing that you were really hoping for. I I feel like I was just, I was just kind of on the floor of life, you know? Um, Did you have like, were you at a point where you had to like be doing concerts right after that or or were you like were you able to like shut down or i just wonder like did you find yourself on stage having to like and yeah perform or something you know it was wild because we were in this raw place and in this i don't know what to do place and then i remember getting the call well you know spring tour is coming this this is our job you know and I'm like, it's that's the part of it that's such a fight, you know. It's like, is you we got to go out and we got to sing these songs and sing these songs about hope. And that, what do you do when you're supposed to be somebody who's helping to bring hope to other people, but you feel like pretty crushed in it? And I remember um, our manager Jim saying, like, man, we need to make these videos to talk about the upcoming shows. And I'm like, all right. And we had it on the calendar and. I had to call him the night before and I'm like, I can't, I can't do this, man. I can't do this. I'm freaking out over here. I can't, I can't do this. I don't know if I can do this anymore. And I remember my wife, Candace, sitting with us, uh, sitting with me after I hung up the phone. And then I felt like, well, I can't deliver or whatever. And I felt like a failure at that point. And, and I'm just like, I, I don't, I don't know what to do. And she goes, well, cause this is the moment I would call my brother Jay, you know, um, she goes, well, I know that the brother you want to talk to is not here right now. And she goes, but you, you do have brothers. And I thought about the rest of the guys in Big Daddy Weave. And I thought after all this time, I'm like, man, I've never thought to call any one of them because I'd always just called Jay. So I called our guitar player, Jeremy, who actually produces all of our records. Incredibly man. talented. And I, I told, I just said, look, man, I'm just reaching out and I said, I just can't, I can't do this. And I, and man, he just listened and, and he just, he just got it. You know, he just got, he just got it. He listened and he just prayed for me. And then that was the first time I I had ever called him for something like that, man. And then it was also the moment that I realized that I'm not alone in this, man. I'm not alone in this. I do, I do have other brothers. And then we went out on tour. I'm like, and every night I'm falling apart. I'm just telling it. I'm just falling apart. I'm just dying in front of everybody. But man, that's when it dawned on me. The body of Christ is not a, like a, a token family. It, it's, it, it's real family. It's the family of God. Hmm. Because so many of them had gone through that same kind of thing that we were going through. And it was like we just held each other, man, every night. You know, and it was ugly. Oh gosh, it was ugly. It would never be something I asked God, please let this happen. You know what I mean? But when we found ourselves in that place, man, I found brothers and sisters and dads and moms in the the body of Christ everywhere I went, man. And we just cried together and we just hurt together, you know? And then that leads up to coming to see you and Jeff, man, Jeff Pardo. I mean, and I'm like, can you even write a song again? You know, and it was I was in such a raw place. I remember you talking like that, yeah. and I, I didn't realize that that's how you had been feeling. But like, talk about that, like not feeling like you even, what what was that like? Because obviously, I mean, you've, like you said, it's like, how, what's it like to stand up on stage and you're the one that's supposed to give so many so much hope to so many other people. Yeah. But you're like you said, hitting the floor. Yeah. So you were feeling like not just getting up in front of people, but feeling like it was too too much of a mountain to climb to write more songs about yeah. hope and faith. Yeah, absolutely, man. But you know what? I remember, and I can't remember how that write came about. I don't either. But yeah. I remember when I saw in the email or however it was that I saw your name on there, bro. 
the reason that I said yes to that right is because I had heard you tell so many stories mm. of so many people who'd been through so many different kinds of things, wow. man. You know, and we had actually just, just before Jay had passed, we had been out with, uh, Ann Wilson had come out on the yeah. road with us. Yes. And, and you know, she's, she's she telling us, let me tell you about my Jesus. Jesus. You know, so it's so good, right? And so she's showing us other parts of her record too. And like every, every couple of songs, the, you know, well, who wrote that, man? And it's like, oh man, I wrote this with Matthew and oh. with Jeff. And I'm like, oh my gosh, these guys are like just destroying these songs. It's so awesome, you know? And then, so I'm like, man, I, I feel like I could come and trust you guys with the hurt of it. Do you know what I mean? And um, when we got in there, you just let me do it. You just let me say it all, you know? Um, and it just, I'm telling you, it was, it felt like a really safe place, man. And he, I don't know how long I talked to you. It must have been like an hour, <laughs> like an hour or something. And at one point you literally, you, I mean, without saying anything the entire time, I mean, you're just letting me go and letting me go, which is like therapy to me, I guess. And you turn around your phone, dude, and you just go, bro, this is not like a song we're going to write. This is like, this is like a record. You had like I remember nine song titles on there. You're like, man, this is a this is a journey, you know. All in the process of you saying, I'm not sure if I can write more or whatever. Like while you were saying that, you were speaking one song, powerful song message and idea after the other. Like I, I I'll never forget that day of us being together, just because I, I was just again like we've had this like you know, like it's like music industry friends where it's like we see each other and like I have so much respect for you, but we're not like going to lunch every week or anything like that, right? right? right but it's right. like it was just another touch point that I've gotten to have with Mike Weaver where once again I'm struck by his authenticity and honesty and in, in that particular day just this incredible vulnerability mm. that you were like just being honest about where you're at, your yeah. concerns about writing songs again, your concerns about going on tour again, like all those things and like, and just inviting me and our friend Jeff to like sit there with you in the very real heaviness of grief. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then to dare to believe that like uh, songs of hope and songs about heaven could, could rise up out of that. Like I just, that was such an incredible honor that i was oh. i sat there quickly realizing and jeff did too that we were just humbled to be sitting there with you and for you to invite us into that yeah man well i'm telling you it was ministry to me and you know it's like you guys were holding my arms up in that mm -hmm. moment man and i think that you know that to me moments like that were kind of this uh this hopeful trail of of letting healing begin you know and uh so we wrote a song that day yeah um man i you know and i forget how it was we got there in the conversation it was something you like said it. it was something like this though it was like you know that i don't know how people who don't know jesus make it through yes something like this you know yeah and i said man the hope of heaven it really changes, changes everything, everything. <laughs> and you're sort of like let's write this heaven let's write this changes song changes everything bro I, I don't know bro you you are one of the most amazing songwriters, man. I'm telling you, because I mean, I have, I feel like I've always had to like wait for a song to kind of happen, you know, but dude, you know how to go in there every single day and tell the story of it, man. You just have, dude, you just have the gift, man. And it just kind of, it happens so, so fast, man. Jeff, dude, he's just like, he knows where to jump in and he knows where to stay out and he knows where to, he's just, he's such a pro man. And but that only comes like when there's the, like honestly that vulnerability that you brought in and then just the the undeniable like what you when you were saying i don't know how somebody who doesn't know jesus makes it through like yeah you yeah. was just honestly like you were speaking in truth but speaking in song too like that was there that had to be written that day and that was like i'll never forget that i and every time i listen to that song i like it brings me back to that moment. That's why I, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. thankful for you being willing to share that story today too, just because I like 
for for people to be invited into that moment like you you writing a song like that and then you still going on the road is like you're inviting people into that moment the way that you invited me and Jeff into that moment that day and like you said how you go on the road and you find sisters and brothers and mothers yeah, and fathers yeah. people who are grieving yeah. like and and because let's talk about grief for a second like grief isn't something that you conquer and move on from right 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 there's an there is an element of grief that we'll always have yeah tell me about that like here you are like as the time passes yeah from the day that your your beloved brother goes to heaven like uh you know people might i feel like there's sometimes the people who are close to us like they the world moves on Mm -hmm. Right, like I, I, I get this image of like you know the dishes are washed, the the people who brought meals are have gone on with their lives. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're cleaning yeah. up after the memorial service, if you will. Like you know, what's that like to still you still wake up on a day like today and it hits you that your brother's gone? Yeah. Well, I I thank the Lord for the gift of having to go share about it because I think that's a big, that's a big part of it. And every night we would, I would almost like plan this moment to be able to fall apart. I'm like, here it comes. This is the spot where it happens. And then after I would completely fall apart, then we would sing heaven changes everything. And man, it was like that song just would lift me back up. You know, it was like, and stand me back up again. So I would get hit every night. I would get hit every night. I would get hit every night until one of the nights where I was ready, ready for the, you know, the monsoon of, you know, emotion to happen again or whatever. And this time I'm like, wait a minute, I think I'm getting better. I think something's changing. And it's not because I didn't miss him. It's not because it didn't hurt anymore, but we learned how to, to carry it differently, you know? And I'm like, this is the beginning of, of a new season, man, you know? And then when I would hear somebody else though, tell their story, I could go be with them in a completely different way, man. You know, you know how you always just struggle to, what do I say? What do I do? Man, you don't have to say anything. I'll just crush them in some kind of hug of, I know what this feels like, you know, and just be with them there. Just like you guys were there with me that day when we wrote that song, man. You know, how have you seen, like, I like how you just said, you're like, I, I'm thankful that I have to go do this, not yeah. that I get yeah. to. Like yeah. you're like you're seeing the yeah. labor and the responsibility of it because it's literally opening opening willingly. And like Anne and I've talked about this because she talks about the loss of her brother and how it changed her. And and oh. it's like, but to open that up every night mm-hmm. as part of your story is is not a uh there's nothing uh opportunistic about that there's everything like uh feeling a calling and an obligation to 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 open that vulnerability up because when that's that's when other people are brought to a place where they can say oh me too i'm not the only one right so there's a beauty in that so you're saying i have to do that like that means you know you're called to do it and that means you're stepping into that obediently night in and night out Mm -hmm. and what is it like to see God's glory on display, like like uh, like when they said, "Man, uh, Jesus, why was this man born blind? Um, you know, was it something his parents did or he did? Whatever." It's crazy. And we just read that yesterday yes. at my the breakfast table with my family. And yeah. Jesus said, "This man was born blind so that the, the works glo- of God might the glory be displayed of God would him. be revealed." That's exact. Yeah. That's exactly right. I gotta tell you, when the glory of God is being revealed. Matthew, man, that is my favorite thing. You know, I can't, I cannot tout myself as some kind of holy dude or anything because I'm as messed up as anybody. But when God's presence shows up in a way where you go, man, we are encountering someone greater right here. That's that's why David David says it, man. And he goes, look, I'm just asking you for one thing in the Psalms. Just let me live in your house forever, you know? When we began to see God move in the special way that we described years ago, that's my favorite part is when it's like, nobody can do this. You can't put this on, you know? Cool has never really been in our repertoire in Uh, Big Daddy Weave, you know what I mean? But real, when we want the reality of God's presence, man, and that's it. And so if, if that can happen through falling apart and just having to 
make space to encounter him. We understand what it means now. Blessed are those who mourn because they'll be comforted. Jesus makes that promise because he's the one who's going to back up the promise. Mm. That doesn't mean we're not going to go through a hard time. This life is hard. Just look around. Listen to some piece of the news. There's just absolute insanity going yeah. on everywhere. Yeah. Terrible things happening everywhere. But Jesus can be found right in the middle of it. You know, See, closest closest to those who are the most broken. You this know? is where you go, like talking in songs again. Yeah, now the dude. listeners can hear what I'm saying. Like this you're it, just dude. talking in songs. Like it's well, just, bro, if so you many... want to write one right after this, Jeez. that's awesome, dude. I'm so I'd be so grateful. Have for you that. heard? Awesome. Have people shared with you in the band about? like how heaven changes everything has hit them and well, what it's meant to them. This is, this is what I loved is um, even before anybody had played it on the radio or any of that. When we get to the first part, thank you, Jesus, heaven changes everything. It's like, I saw that wash over people. And then by the second time you're there, they're already hands in the air and they're like singing that thing. Wow. They want that thing. We need that thing. You yeah. know, it is, it's the hope the of heavenly heaven, perspective. the hope of yeah. heaven. One day there's heaven, right? For all of us. Yeah. But there's also heaven that's been deposited right here in the form of Jesus Christ, the hope of glory in yeah. us, right? And that's it. So I love it. That's what I love the best. And I and and yeah, man, people sharing stories of how well I lost and they fill in yeah. you know, somebody close to them in some awful situation. Yeah. And we don't have to try to have some smart thing to say, but we can just we yeah. can sit realizing that this is for today and it hurts today, but there's a day that's coming. Yeah. And isn't that, because heaven changes everything. And isn't that something that I've always felt like something that could like, that should separate, you know, Christ-centered music from any other music in the world is mm. like, we want, like, I feel like there's some, there's great songs in the world that are real with the pain, mm -hmm. but then they leave you void of mm -hmm. the redemptive message. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I always feel like at, at its best, you know, Christ-centered music should be just as real with the pain that mm -hmm. the world is mm -hmm. with their songs, but just as real with the redemption and the hope in it. Like, it's not like sometimes, you know, in the past you'd hear like people criticize Christian music as being just fluffy or mm -hmm. whatever, like God is good all the time, whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, to me, it's about like exploring the the reality of this broken world we live in, but being just as real with the hope that God offers us for hope here today and an eternity in heaven. And Amen. Yeah, I mean, that's that's ultimately like what I want to separate our songs. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just so good, bro. And yeah, if, if somebody absolutely. calls that fluff, so be it. Cause I, I I say that's the opposite. Yeah, I mean, no, absolutely. Because it's like I I'll tell you when it's not fluff. I mean, all the guys who are the closest to Jesus, man, the end of their lives here on earth were some of the most brutal ways you can go but they all went with a song of praise on their lips. Man, that's not cheap. That's not fluff, man. That's real. That's real hope. That's, that's real. real hope, you know? And it changes everything, yeah. Hey, I wonder if you need to supercharge your hiring. If you do, well, you need Indeed. Uh, if you're like me and uh, you got a lot of stuff going on, you need to find some great people to add to your team, but you don't have a lot of time to spend searching, where do you begin? You begin at Indeed. Indeed makes it easy. They streamline the whole hiring process. It's an unbelievably powerful hiring platform, delivering four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest 2913. Over 3 million businesses worldwide use Indeed, so why aren't you? They streamline hiring with powerful tools that find you matched candidates, and instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed is a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. And that's what I love. You're able to hire and find the right people fast. And you're also able to save money in the process. Here's how the only job site that where you only pay for applications that meet your must have requirements. That's indeed no other job site offers that. So you're saving money and you're finding the right people to add to your team. Join more than 3 million businesses that use Indeed. Start hiring now with a $75 job credit, sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash West. Offer is good for a limited time. Claim your $75 job credit now at Indeed.com slash West. Again, Indeed.com slash West and support the show by saying that you heard about it on the Matthew West podcast. Indeed.com slash West. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. The Heaven Changes Everything tour is taking place throughout the fall, mm -hmm. right? 
and that's with um uh, who's who's on the tour with you? Tasha Layton's Tasha Layton. Man, Hannah Kerr is and like Hannah Kerr. our sister, man. I'm she's telling the you, best. We just love, we love her so much, man. We she, did a Christmas tour with Hannah. She it was said amazing. that she talks about that tour all the time. She too, gave man. me she socks. Loved, she loved it. She gave me socks <laughs> that have my dog's face on them. I'll never no forget. Way, it. Yeah. <laughs> and Tasha, I've gotten to know her really well over the last few years, and her husband Keith. I mean, mm -hmm. and what a voice she has. Oh, just unbelievable. And when she shares too, it's the same thing, man. You just feel the atmosphere changing as she's just sharing Dude, that's stuff gonna be that's a been powerful. downloaded into her heart because she's walking with Jesus. You know, is she perfect? No, none yeah. of us are perfect, but we're we're finding hope yeah. in the in the source of hope is Jesus. Right? What a powerful night that's. Gonna it's going to be good. It's How many good. cities is that? You know, indeed, I think we're doing about twenty five. Actually, twenty five. And so we're we're excited about. And it. And then, do you like usually take off for the holidays? We do. Yeah, we is do. that nice? Yeah, man, I, I love it. And we just love being with family and we love getting to celebrate and we love the, the downtime of yeah. that, man. Are yeah. you recording before or during your fall tour? Like All, how do, do you do you record while you're on tour? Yeah, sometimes. Because Jeremy know, in the band is the mm -hmm, producer. Mm -hmm. well, how does that, or is it hard? It's got to be hard to do vocals and stuff when you need to protect your voice for the tour, right? Yeah, well, so we go out for about five days and then we take 10 days off after that. It's a really great schedule right now five days and, and on it, and it's really really healthy and you've so, done that for a little while right we were going 10 days on and 10 days off and then just before pandemic as we're asking jesus like what do you want us to do and i thought like well we've done 120 dates as long as i can think of and i was like well what about 90 and the moment i said 90 in my heart i heard this as clear as a bell on the way to 60 it was like exactly in half and so i'm like uh Jesus, can I see some identification? You know what I mean? Like, I don't, can you still pay the bills on 60 dates a year? And if Jesus tells you to do it, then you can do it. And that's what we've been doing for and the last couple of years. And your booking agent was like, are you sure that was Jesus telling yeah, you? Yeah, 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 <laughs> dude. And, it, and man, I'm telling you, though, it's, we're reaching the point where our kids are all, well, you know, you're in that same spot, you know? Oh, our kids are teenagers, and it's like, this is a really important time in their lives. Oh, man, my oldest is a senior, and it's like spring of 24, you know, everybody's telling me like, well, you know, what do you want to do for tour and stuff like that? And I'm like, what I want to do is make sure that I don't miss the senior day for the lacrosse game and the the daddy daughter dinner. Yeah, and yeah the, that's right. That's because right. those are things we'll never get to do twice. You know what I mean? Like that's, these no, are that's like right. that's it. You know, and I'm feeling, I'm feeling very cats in the cradleish right now. <laughs> Like I'm in my feelings. Well, bro, I as mean, a dad. if there's anybody who could write the song, I'm telling you, it's you, bro. You could, you can say it better. No, than but I, I mean, know. that's the. I mean, we have to. It's it's hard. I, you know, I would I would imagine for you and me, like we there may be things we have in common of like being a people pleaser, or it's hard to say no to things, right? Like, yeah. Especially, and they're all good things. Yeah. That's I mean, it. gosh, like, can you imagine? Because I bet in your mind you're going, well, wait, from ninety to sixty. That's 30 less times that we'll be telling people about Jesus. Yeah. Or do you know what like in yeah. my mind thinks like that of like, wait a minute, you know, and there's the bills part of it too. Yeah. But there's that like, there's that what I'm, you know, I've had a lot of times where I'm like, when I'm home, I feel guilty for not being out doing out. it somewhere, right? And when That's I'm right. out, yeah. I feel guilty for not being home. It's like, how do you find like comfort in like in your calling and comfort in your calling to be a dad and a husband and Dude, yes. finding it, that balance. Man, it has to be come from the peace of having heard the Lord, you know? And so this is what this is what I love, man, because all through scripture, people kind of put out these like, okay, God, well, if this is you, then meet me here some way. Like that kind of thing. Like sign. you see it through Gideon's especially, like his he had the fleece. That's why he call it the fleece, Same, right? Yes. And so, and that's exactly what he's what he's done. And when he confirms in our hearts, then we can rest, right? Because we heard from him. Well, what does Jesus say about it? I don't know. I haven't heard from Jesus. Then we're still at odds, right? Or but but when we when we say, God, show us, prove it to us, Lord, in our hearts, and then he confirms it by his peace, you know. Mm. And so uh, that's what we that's what we love. And so we're loving being in that time with our families. And we also, because of taking 60. I think another reason was to be able to take some other kinds of things. And it was, it's really cool because God has brought some 
strictly ministry opportunity kind of things, you know? Because you We're, had capacity. Because we have time now, right? Because we have that kind of margin or whatever. And so it's it's a better it's a better way. That's great. But it's it's for a season, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I mean when we were younger and it's like we're going out, we're hitting it as hard as you can, right? And yeah. that was for that season, you That's know. That's for that season. And then I was like, we're not done, but it's like God's got a variety of things for us to yeah. do now. And and I think one of the the greatest things that we're being about is, you know, raising up these this other generation yeah. you know of, of, of people artists who, and, yeah man and people who really have a heart you know to to go and minister and, and they're not, at that place to go burn just entertain. Yeah. yeah absolutely yeah. yeah man mike i so wait so will your record are you going to put out a record in it's this year or next year in 24 man it's it's to us it's up in the air right now because bro when i'm with you and man you gosh we wrote at least four or five songs that are just, but there are these songs that are for grief and that's going to be a project that will live out there yeah. to minister to people who are grieving and going through grief. But at the same time, when you're healing yeah. up, man, it's time for another record. So it's kind of two things that we're working oh, on at the same good. time. Oh, okay. so good. Okay. Yeah. So sometime next year, you think? I, that's what I think probably, okay. man. I think probably. So in the so. meantime, it was like you put out God is in the story with yeah. Katie, uh, Katie well, Nicole. We just love her. She's tearing it up. She's so great, man. And that's then true. heaven changes everything. So you're still, you're, but you're working on the record and doing all these different things. So. Yeah. Just kind of, just kind of following and hearing from the Lord what's next. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then what did you say about the peace? The confirmation of that you're hearing from the Lord is the peace that you find. It's the peace, man. The peace passes all understanding. That's, that's right? so powerful, man. That's good, man. Mike, you're awesome. No, I, dude, you are awesome, man. I feel and sitting at your table with you. Look at this. At the story this house. This is so great. At the story house, I right? Mean, here. I just uh, so I want everybody's gonna go and find out where the Heaven Changes Everything tour is gonna yeah. be. Big Daddy Week. Com has everything. You know, social media related yeah. and date related and all that. And uh, is your indie album listenable? Like your son's listening to it? Is it on your Spotify or Apple? Dude, you I gotta have. I it. gotta put it up there. I gotta. We gotta put it up there, man. Because where I, it's it was a real sweet time and getting to revisit that. And even yeah. in light of Jay being in heaven, thinking back on those days, Shoot. yeah, and then being in a place where we could really just see the, so, the yeah, good stuff, yeah. man, and celebrate all the things the Lord's done over. Well, there. there's a reason why 25 years is. And you're not, and you're, and you're, you're not even close to being done. There's a reason why yeah. is like because of your authenticity, oh, not man. just your talent, but, but your the calling that the Lord has on on your life oh, and on the life of your band members, and I, Thanks, you know, the way that you continue to step forward and share out out of whatever chapter you're in in your story mm -hmm. is an inspiration to guys like me and to everybody who hears your music. And that's why it's connecting with people because it doesn't get any more authentic than the way Mike Weaver walks through life and, right. and sings about it. So I just it's want kind, you to know how, how impactful that is, not just to people out there listening to your music, but like the people who are, you know, doing the same thing and wanting to do the same thing with the same level of authenticity that you've set the example for. So thank you for man, that. Man, oh, bro. And thank you for always being such an encourager, man. For years you've encouraged us, man, and you continue to be like a, a pillar in the, co the community of Christian music, man. I'm pillar of you, salt. Dude, dude it's so... Dude. <laughs> no, you're the Jesus best. Jesus said be salt, dude. It's good, it's good, dude. You can be it. I'm going to let you go back to the forest now where you I'm live. going back to the forest, bro. <laughs> Taking that when I hit Nashville traffic, dude, we're going to yeah. be in we're going to be in it. And yeah, so, I hate I hope you don't get that Nashville traffic. Maybe we're going to make it. We're going to make it in time. Dude. You're the maybe best, best, dude. Thanks for having me on, bro. Mike Weaver, it's an honor. Keep doing it, man. Keep being one of the big ones, Matthew. The big ones. Good <laughs> you tell your daughter she made my day. He's my dad. He gives good advice, and that's why he's got his own segment on the show called Dad Vice. He's even got his own theme song, and it goes like this. He is my dad, and he 
Dad, thanks for being here. Um, we've called this segment Dad Advice. You've turned it into dad jokes and dad advice. <laughs> so um, I'm going to guess that you're going to kick us off with a horrible dad joke today. Yeah, yeah. And, and Matthew, I don't know if you know this, but when we're on tour and I'm meeting all the people, they come up and one of their favorite parts of the concert is when you insert uh, your humor and thanks and people are going out just filled with the Lord and filled with laughter and joy. And they also mentioned that they really uh, like my dad jokes and miss it when you don't call me up. So I thought I'd just throw you in that. Okay. Here, right. uh, why did the dolphin cross the beach? To get to the other tide. And then why don't oysters share their pearls? Because they are priceless. Shellfish. Shellfish. Oh, <laughs> All right. Okay. Here we go. Um, another great song. And, and people have got to get the both albums, both uh, all songs. Uh, sometimes today they're just picking out one or two. But some songs get lost in, in the album, and they're powerful. And one of them, all of them are that way. But this one, Me of All People. And here are some lyrics. I drove by your house every day, but guilt always drove me away. I wanted so bad to be free, but shame is a powerful thing. I thought I belonged outside in the shadow of the steeple till you came along and you gave it for all people. Uh, Matthew, after <laughs> You gave it all for me of all people. And you gave it all. If you're going to read the lyrics, yes. don't butcher them. I know it. I'm, I'm, you know, I have a ministry of butchering your lyrics, as you know that. And in fact, I don't even, I don't even say your titles right. Yeah, most it's of just, the time. it's painful to listen to. <laughs> but I understand the heart behind it, so I rarely. Uh, yes, yes. You. I, I, I'm going to keep working on it. People pray for me, will you? That I do better and stop being a butcher. Uh, uh, Matthew, after pastoring 40 years. I've heard every excuse for not going to church. But the one that bothered me the most was when they said, I'm not good enough. I don't belong in church. And I'm sure um, all of you have heard this statement, and maybe you have even said this. If I stepped into the church, the roof would fall in. Here is a list of seven top excuses for not going to church. Church just wants my money. I need to get right with God before I go to church. I'm not good enough. Um, years ago, someone hurt my feelings at church. People are hypocrite, hypocrites and judgmental. I just don't belong. I don't fit in. Some say I'm busy. Some say I'm too messed up. I am filled with shame. Uh, some more lyrics. I thought I belonged outside in the shadow of the steeple till you came along and you gave it for all. Gave it all for me of all people. The enemy will use those excuses to keep us from uh, church and keep us from knowing Jesus Christ. But the truth of the matter is, here's two things we need to hold on to. One, God loves you and me of all people. Romans 5, 8. But God demonstrates his own love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. 1 John 3, 1. How great is the love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called the children of God. And that is what we are. Here's a great quote. We should be astonished at the goodness of God, stunned that he should bother to call us by name, our mouths wide open at his love, bewildered at this very moment we are standing on holy ground. And then the second thing to remember, we belong in the family of God. The devil will tell you you don't belong, but the Holy Spirit wants to let you know that you belong. You are a part of God's family. Ephesians 2.19, all of us, regardless of our circumstances in life, are fellow citizens with God's people and members of God's household. Galatians 3.26, so in Christ, you are all children of God through faith. And when you come to realize that, then these lyrics will mean something to you very personally. And now I belong inside the house that's underneath the steeple because you came along and you gave it all for me of all people. Dad advice for today, don't allow the enemy to fill you with lies that you don't belong in his house within his loving arms and in his family. 
We of all people are loved and forgiven by a mighty God. If you haven't found a church to be a part of, make it a priority to find a place that feels like home. Thanks, Dad. You're welcome. Hey, that's our show for today. You guys, thanks so much for listening. I want you to know that our ministry is called popwe.org, P-O-P-W-E.org. I send out a weekly email devotional that I write every Thursday. So you can listen to the podcast every Wednesday. You can get an email from me every Thursday. It's a gift from me to you. Um, Just a little quiet time, a reminder to spend some time with Jesus. I know I need those reminders. Hopefully you do too. Go to popwe.org today click the subscribe button and uh, you will start getting that email from me once a week. You can also share your story at that website. We have a storytelling portal because we believe there's power in each one of our stories. So share your story there. Or if you have just a prayer request, you want to know that somebody's lifting you up, our ministry would love to pray with you as well at popwe.org. Thanks for listening. And remember, you only get one shot at this life. So let's make the most of it. All right. Remember, it's your story for his glory. I'll see you next week.